Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 4th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. Really excited for another night of Last Dance. Oh, yeah, fantastic. What's tonight? I heard there's like some Kobe footage, maybe. Yeah, yeah. When I you're heard. listening to this, you'll have already seen it, probably. So I don't know what everything is. I haven't been staying up on it. I've been too busy doing other stuff. Uh, what are you busy doing? You play golf this weekend, I saw. I played golf Friday. I, uh, How was that? How was the game? You know, it was my usual game. I, Does that I, matter? I think I made I think I made 17 pars. 16 or 17 pars. No birdies. Faldo-esque. Oh, yeah. Just, just my typical game. <laughs> when was the last time you played? Oh, abandoned, right? I mean, yeah. it's been a while. A couple yeah. months. Yeah, you know the the thing that I've been talking about how much I've been chipping. First hole, I missed the green. I almost chipped in. Oh, there you go, fantastic! Your little rocket hack a whack. Well, the guy, guy I played with, he's a listener. He's like, he's like, man, that was a good chip. I go, <laughs> I'm not lying. I've been chipping a lot. <laughs> good job. Proud of you. Then you did a lot of yard work. You told me a mulching. Oh Just yeah! Very exciting suburban stuff we got going on here. Very oh, exciting weekend. Got a good one of the first lawn mows in, you know. Oh, good. Uh, I am the usual Sunday worst for the wear. You know, uh, overserved last night at the bar. Um, at the bar at the home uh, bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I had like three, trying to not take responsibility. I had like three beers yesterday during the day, and then. Yeah. And then it's just like that. It's just like oh, I just then fell asleep at like nine p.m. <laughs> I I have I've gotten to the point where you know after a dry January, lost a good bit of weight. That Michelob Ultra, living the ultra life, really now has like, can now you know pack a punch. <laughs> I mean, back when I have my heavier days and the college, like that's like a mosquito on it, like taking a bite on an elephant like it was nothing like it was impossible it would just be like drinking deer parts over and over and over again with no impact and now it uh it has me feeling a little worse for the wear the next day so uh two what is it 2.6 mafia yeah 2.6 right yeah let's get let's this one you're part of the 2.6 mafias kind of am it's really unbelievable never thought i'd be there but um all right, let's dispense with some different odds and ends. We got to get out of the way here. Birthdays, yeah, there. No, fun. no. Do we have more? We can't keep Dude, doing this. Ready birthdays. We can't. Are... We can't keep doing all the birthdays. Train is out of the station and it is running. <laughs> no, we got. We're putting. When golf is back, we'll stop it. All right, real quick. I can't. No, I don't want to. <laughs> Jason in Amsterdam, shout out. Your brother sent me a. T- He's supposed to be in Scotland playing golf for his thirtieth. Sean Johnson. Big listeners. Oh, my brother. Saw, 
son Peyton, who I always see, or I think it's his son, Peyton Johnson, always interacting with us. Big time listener. My, Zach. my nephew, Peyton. And Zach Kale or Cal, uh, who got worse for the wear at Bandon Dunes and missed his tea time with, oh. with Bacon, allegedly, in, in, in orbit. Bacon, Hurricane Shane might have played a part, he said. Oh. Uh, all right. So happy birthday to you guys. Jason, Sean Johnson, Zach Kale. All right. Other news. You know, we're a couple weeks late on this. This has nothing to do with golf. What are we late about? I don't it's even from know. Our, from our AMA. A couple weeks late addressing it. What? We're informed on some topics, but we are misinformed on many more. And, you know, we often hear about it when we say something incorrect or that's wildly untrue. I don't think we've ever gotten a, a, the outrage or, and the amount of feedback we did when we both sat here, looked at each other th- through the Zoom and talked ourselves into thinking Dell was not really a thing anymore computers or not the amount of messages we got people sending pictures of their setups with dell people sending screenshots of market share dell like we it was an ama we're talking off the cuff about you know we just we can talk ourselves into anything i don't work for cdw i don't sell hardware to companies you know yeah we're two you know dilettantes and coffee shops you know typing on our macs you know but we didn't know we didn't know but the amount of messages we received for suggesting that Dell like doesn't make like computers, personal computers anymore. I think. Are you are you issuing an apology? I don't know if I'm issuing an apology. I'm just suggest. I'm just <laughs> saying we heard you loud and clear. There are a lot of people out there using Dells, and the market share numbers also would seem to indicate that they're alive and well, still making PCs for use. Okay, now that we've wiped that off the books. Um, do you want to get through? What do you want to do? KFT. Let's do. Let's do the big yeah. thing we pushed let's... off from Friday. Uh, the tour has come out with. You know, this was kind of the big question: is what are you going to do with all the different tours under the PGA Tour? The PGA Tour can set a schedule or a plan to return in place, but so many other things are impacted by that. And we now have a little bit of clarity on what happens um, with cards. So there will be no. No one's losing their card. If you're on the PGA Tour right now and you come in, there's going to be three FedEx Cup events. There's going to be a FedEx Cup. There's going to be an end of a season, a start of a new one. But it kind of feels like every year nobody loses their card. <laughs> you do got to work to lose your card. I mean, you really got to take a nosedive. If you keep it the year after you get your, after you graduate from the Corn Ferry, it's really hard to lose it. That's that's yeah. That first year is when you're kind of fighting. Um, so no relegation. You could finish 220th in the FedEx Cup. And end Do you of think September. there's going to be anybody that just doesn't play? You get another year. What do you mean doesn't? What are you talking just about? Just like takes the year off. No, knows they can finish whatever. Oh, they want just, to I'll just, see you in January. See, see or, Jan- yeah, whenever the new season majors. starts. Yeah. That would be kind of interesting if you had the cash, right? Patent because higher, maybe get ready for the October swing. Because <laughs> I mean, it's going to reset anyways, right? Yeah. So this is a big thing. I actually talked to, I talked to Drew Carr, who is an agent uh, in the Orlando area this weekend, and he was suggesting, you know, just about this and the cards, and you know, he wasn't critical of it. It's just kind of like this is, you know, 
hard situation. Someone's going to get the short end. But he, another thing he was pointing out to me, he's like, he doesn't know that it, the fields will necessarily be loaded right away coming back. This speaks to your point of guys just taking off. Um, you know, there's this, there's this theory out there that like with no golf and no sports for a couple of months that like all the big guns are going to play, like the fields are going to be loaded. And it seems like it could kind of go the opposite where like the guys play like 10 weeks in a row too in the fall. Yeah. And the guys with cash and security are like, uh, I don't want to be a Guinea pig or I don't want to, I don't need to go to colonial. I don't need to go to Hartford. I don't need to do Harbor town. And it could be like where guys that have been on tour. I'm not even talking about the Rory's and Brooks's. I'm talking about guys who've been on tour and have for five years, 10 years, have a little bit of security. Just don't play for a while. And they're actually like really Kelly craft weaker, weaker fields. Yeah. So I, th- that could be the case at colonial. You could have a ton of guys there. It's usually a small invitational, but now it's going to be bigger and maybe a ton of guys at the top of the world rankings, a ton of guys at the top of the FedEx cup. Just don't show you have a bunch of, I don't know, like, uh, uh, Corey Connors types that could kind of claw their way up from Monday qualifying type status. Not, not suggesting that you can do that again this year, but you know, from maybe the fringes, Blake. <laughs> all right. So let's get into it. That, that's, that's a separate thing. Uh, so no, you have security. If you have your card, you have security through next year as well. Uh, if you're on the corn ferry, you're kind of SOL. You are going to have an extra year to work on your, corn fairy career um so there's no grads there are 10 the top 10 in the corn fairy will get um access playing opportunities in opposite field events it doesn't seem like you get fedex cup points no you do not get points you're not eligible to earn points so it's really just like reps basically you're getting and you're not getting a card. You're not like top 10 is not getting a card. You're just getting. You know how ridiculous this is? I mean, what are they supposed to do? <laughs> I, do did, want, I, I understand I that this yeah. is a very, very, very difficult situation. Yeah. All right. This is not yep. an easy and there's no easy answer. But to me, yep. it's unacceptable that it's just like, you know what? We're not even going to bring the top five guys, the top or even the top guy from the Corn Ferry tour, and we're going to get him onto the tour. Well, the guy, uh, Carr, Drew kept suggestions like, what if this was like Scotty Shuffler last year? Where he's or like, Sung JM. Yeah. Perfect example. Sung JM was what wire to wire uh, web.com money leader, won twice. And it, it wasn't even close who was in second on the what money list. And he comes on. He's the rookie of the year. He makes it to East Lake. And he wins. He's the number one player on the PGA Tour right now in FedEx Cup points. And it's like so this what, guy was wouldn't be on. Like, you can delay these guys getting there. Is And then is there any guarantee if you're top 10, say you're second this year, and then you break your hand and you miss yeah. an entire year. You don't get major medical. You and you say you don't get your card. Then what? Yeah. What's up with that? Like, what happens then? That's the problem. The flip side, and instead, you're going to keep around guys that have no business being on the tour. Well, what would you do? When would you graduate them? Because I would just, here's the other I would, issue. I would say if you finish in the bottom ten of the tour, you don't deserve to keep your card. 
Yeah, but when are we talking right now? Are we talking in September, Labor, like end yeah, of this FedEx whenever, Cup? Yeah, end of, end, of, end of September. Like, you could do... Okay, I think we're, it's kind of weird. Go ahead. I think it's kind of shitty, though. Like, this was another point Drew made. I agree with him. I, I thought about this over the weekend. Is like, the tours are so staggered right now in terms yes. of where they're at. So, like, it's is it right for a guy who's on the PGA Tour to lose his card for playing 30 events? While a corn fairy guy played like fourteen because they're way behind, they haven't played as many and to get a card. Basically, is it because he played thirty? I don't know. Like, I guess you know, corn fairy. If you win once or twice, whether it's in fourteen events or twenty-five, you're probably going to get a card anyways. But I, I think the, the, the tours are just on different calendars right now, so it makes it hard to cut them off this September and graduate while and relegate others. I don't know. My my thought, so I think this is a situation here, and I think we're going to see it with almost every sports league, is we're seeing the NBA is, is excited about the potential of experimenting a different schedule, like the idea yeah. of playing into August for August. them yeah. um, and starting which, later in the year, which is like... Was kind of a rumor already, like yeah. a, a, a maybe a rumor, theories, proposals that we'd heard like, from NBA reporters, like, you know, they were thinking about pushing into real dead sports time into July and August. Go ahead. And they're using this terrible situation to say, okay, let's try this maybe. And we might, this might be, we might see this is great for our sport and we might make a change. So here you've got this opportunity. I think the issue here that I have is there's this opportunity where, Nobody expects anything to be perfect. Everybody understands you're in a tough situation. And essentially what they did was they took the most cautious, oh, we're going to protect our millionaires strategy as opposed to the strategy I really think that they should be thinking is we need to get the best 150 players playing on our tour every single week. We can't. Yeah. And and right now they're I mean this was the the actual quote uh, the statement from the tour was yep. was very much in line with this you know where essentially yeah. it's just like we're we're protect uh, you know here it is was deemed the best and most equitable solution for the membership at large after research by our competitions department. In significant conversations with our policy board and player advisory council. Well, yeah, and the player advisory council is all PGA Tour exactly. members. And they're, members, so. and they're all going to protect their back. But the reality is that this, this should give you an opportunity to try something. Everybody would understand. Do something different. Get Let's get a little less stale. You know, well, I, I, I totally, I totally agree with that. It feels like a massive opportunity to make some really sweeping either changes or experiments. And um, outside of just the status discussion, we're you know drilling down on tonight. I mean, an old fares, pace of play, and driver testing, all sorts of stuff. Like, you have an opportunity to tell these guys like these are extraordinary times, and we're going to try some big big changes i i don't know I, I, so wh- what would you propose in terms of this 
to get these t- best 150 playing in a week. It's very hard because the, these tours seem to be, they run, yeah, they're all under the same PGA tour umbrella, but they run really independent. Like nobody at corn Ferry, like they're just kind of siloed a bit. And obviously a PGA tour, everybody jumps off there is along for the ride with whatever they decide. Right. Every, it impacts everything which we should talk about. Like, all the way down to like, if you're an all American in college or something like that, you have no Q school to get into corn Ferry now, which is a big one. You're probably going back to school. If you can go back, um, just like the guys outside the tour, there's so many trickle down, obviously all the way down. Well, then um, there's no, yeah, there's no Q school this coming year. Right. Right. There's no, like if you're, if you're a really good college player playing really well right now, you're graduating. Kinda, yeah. And you're like, what do you yeah, do? I mean, yeah and if you're not i mean it was also suggested like if if you're like on the fringes you're probably quitting pro golf a lot of guys are just going to quit pro golf because there's not that like pathway to kind of even if you're there's just there's not those immediate q schools and lower tours to kind of get starts or understand a, a quick pathway to can you hold your water for the next 18 months so to speak mm-hmm. so th- there may be a lot of guys just quitting golf uh pro golf um what would you propose though to get like 150 out there or or, or, or could you enhance the corn fairy tour in some way i mean i think like there's obviously a lot of glut uh, at the pga tour. like get rid of the champions tour oh, more they're money. coming back Put more money in the KFT. Get rid of like your favorite, the TPC network, which is a major drain, right? I mean that that's a that's a expensive operation for them. Get rid of that. Get rid, there's all sorts of things where they could make some big changes like that that I, could enhance. I'm like the biggest proponent of looking back to the way the tour used to be run, and I want that system. So they. In nineteen in the ni- early nineteen eighties, I think they switched from this. Yeah. What they had the rabbit system. Okay, I've talked about okay. this right before. So I don't think you have. Okay, Maybe so have. the way the tour used to work was they had sixty exempt players, and Dean yep. Beeman changed this. So they had sixty exempt players. They're in any week they want to get in the top sixty players, which I think makes yep. a lot of sense, and that's kind of yep. how it's how it works now. Now. If you play the week before, if you play in a tournament and you make the cut, you're in the next week. So that means you played well, you made the cut, you're in next week. Everybody else, Monday qualifies. And there's a bunch of Monday, there's way more Monday qualifier spots. And they fill the field with Monday qualifiers then. Well, now you're getting, yeah. And, and then... It, what it does, it allows a free flow. It gives people opportunities. If you don't play well, you you got to play well on a Monday. And if you're if you play well, you can string. I can play ten weeks in a row on the tour by just making the cut, right? Yeah, and it seems harder right now to be holding. I mean, yeah, maybe that's for next year, but I think that was harder. Right, adding like for the health. Oh issues yeah. of running an event, it's harder to do these separate Monday qualifiers. It would be cool to see a congruent event where you have, you do TPC Sawgrass and Dive Valley and you do, uh, uh, you have the Corn Ferry and the PGA Tour players playing. 
concurrent, right? I don't congruent know. Or con- well, I yeah. think you would combine them. Like, I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I think, well, that's what I was sort of getting at with like some of these things that cost money to operate, like a TPC network or the uh, Champions Tour. It's like finding finding cash. I, you, you never find cash, I guess. But like using that cash to really enhance the the best whatever tournaments you can hold for the best golfers in the world whether some of those are uh, a mixed tour between pga and corn ferry or enhanced corn ferry side by side concurrent like you're talking about having multiple we always complain about having too many events but i guess this is a, an opportunity if there's limited sports to just you know catch up play a bunch of events so i i don't know not I would Go also ahead. like them to see. I'd like to see them try different formats. I'd like to see forty-person totally. fields, fifty-person fields. Like, do different stuff. It, this is it. I. It's going to be interesting to see. I don't. I think you're going to be. We're going to see them play in Texas. All right, that's going to happen. Um, in June. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. It seems like it's Texas and South Carolina would be likely more likely than detroit and connecticut at the moment but yeah those two seem you know detroit's got some of the strictest restrictions right now but you know the the reality is like you could do so much stuff regionally you could do there's all kinds of things they could do and it's just they're so beholden and in they're beholden to this FedEx Cup system, but what does it even mean anymore? What does it matter if if there's no relegation? Yeah. So that I why have, why do we need to have regular events? Right. Just get. I heard there's some. There was some rumor about like they have to hold so many events in their contract with FedEx, and FedEx is obviously sort of like a sugar daddy. So maybe that inhibits them from experimenting too crazy crazily like this i I don't know um it's the the challenge is from a corn fairy perspective like you just have them on such different schedules i I guess the positive way to look at it and this is what another thing not to quote him again but you should have just had him as a guest we should have corn fairy players i but i like this framing he was like Look, so there's like 20 people furloughed, like basically have an extra year of a job. You play, no, you're going to, we're guaranteed. I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe it's, it sucks for the guys that are superstar, should, could be playing PGA Tour come January, but just think like you're going to get a ton of Corn Ferry reps. You know, you have a job on the Corn Ferry Tour. You're not going to lose that. You've got like a year and a half. They're probably going to backfill in the fall a ton of events uh, that they're losing right now when the tour, you know, has to do major PGA tour has to do majors and things like that. But I don't know. That's a positive way to look at it. But again, some guys are just getting screwed. If you're at the very top of the corn fairy tour and ready to play in January. So, you know, another positive. What's that? Another year of uh, JJ Henry status. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. That's a proposal that we should like, that is easy to make. Like, just wipe out the whole J. Don Blake exemptions, the past champion exemptions, the you know sons of past champion exemptions, whatever they are. Like, I feel like you can find five to seven spots right per event for the very top of Corn Ferry Tour players. Is that wrong? 
I mean, that seems that seems like an easy kind of you're talking about using this opportunity in the NBA. Like, here's a chance to be like, guys, we appreciate what you've done for this tour, but you are not adding. You're not going to win this event. And go ahead. How many starts do you think uh, Robert Garrigus has gotten this year? Was he suspended for three months or something? I don't think he does. He ha- I don't think he has full status. He doesn't. I I think he got suspended for a while, right? How how many starts? Uh, five, seven. How many times has JJ Henry played? <laughs> five, seven. Oh, both Bo and Pelt. I mean, this guy Bo Van Pelt was a great player in the mid two thousands, but. He's been hanging out to major medical for seemingly five or six years. These releases. How many starts is he at? 11. He's played 11 times? 11 times. He wouldn't know it. I had no idea. I. So that's. They got to figure out the like opening up five, like so many exemptions they could do away with. Did you see the other part? How about Arjun Atwal? Come on. Are these all false starts? They had take to be a, a guess. Bunch of take a guess. Four. Come eight. on. Eight. Ah! Jesus. Arjun Atwal's made eight starts. What about David Lingmurth? Now he's done some things in his career. He won Memorial. Uh, five. He's made seven starts. Wow. Jonathan Bird. Fall of fall events. I mean, this is the problem, though. This is this is why there's just all these guys that get all these starts for no reason, <laughs> and that's what has to go. I agree. So maybe that's your top sixty, like Dean Beeman type operating philosophy. Get rid of a lot of these. Maybe it's top one hundred, top eighty. You, yeah, something you give t- twenty to thirty five spots to. Guess guess how many starts the Dutch boy has this year? Your colleague <laughs> on College Golf Live? Uh, three. Eight. Oh, come on. <laughs> I I have no idea. I've no I mean I've we why we look at these field lists every week. The full we look at these tea times every week. This is what we pay attention to. No clue that they've been playing this much. George days. McNeil has eight starts too. No, that's unfathomable. To me. Well, this is the problem. Like, how are these guys? This is how are these guys making starts? I don't know. It's got to be like all those opposite field events, fall events, things like that. So that was another thing. Did you see in the the this new framework? Major medicals can reset uh, per no. Will Gray. <laughs> I get you worked up. So, uh, Punta, here's this is from Will Gray, who's like a whiz at all this kind of status and guys, you know, lower tours. He, he knows. Both Van Pelt's 11 starts just wiped away. He's got 11 more. So, Punta Cana, this is some notes from the memo he saw. Punta Cana is now a full FedEx Cup point event. So, you could win at Punta Cana and get that uh, Masters invite. Um, which which one's the curse? That That's Cena the Puerto won? Rico. Okay, uh, Hovland right. won it this year, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Kapalua, which we saw, uh, is now everyone that makes it to East Lake. So you add 30 guys, which there's probably a lot of overlap there anyways. That's fine. I'm cool with that. I'm fine with Kapalua being, I don't think that matters that much. Um, and then guys that started, this is Will Gray again, guys that started medicals in 1920 have the option, option to start fresh. So if you played well on your medical points, oh my God. You can keep them. But if you've been garbage on your medical, uh, you can reset it. He's allowed to forfeit the points accrued and start from scratch in June. So guys on medicals who've played bad can effectively hit the reset button. Unbelievable. As, as I read this from Will. It would appear the guys who played well can kind of keep it, but the guys who played poor are just like we're starting, you know, wipe out your missed chances before June, which could create a glut, just a total. There's going to be like 30 major medical starts on on a weekly basis on the end of these. Well, yeah. And if these fields do end up being weaker because the guys with security and cash just say, I don't want to play. You could have just like the major medical invitational every week at Colonial at Harbortown. It's, you know, that, that's what it could be, especially if you're, you're zeroing out. Do you, do you want a, a list? Can I list off players that have have made more starts than they've earned FedEx Cup points? Uh, you're just you opened a tab here and you've just been smiling on the other side of the Zoom. You're reading up names. This this conversation is completely off track. You, you're just shouting out names, George McNeil. You ready for player, yeah, players with more starts than they have FedEx Cup points? Okay. Parker McLaughlin, five starts, two points. <laughs> Brendan DeYoung, four starts, two points. He's got four starts? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know he was playing anymore. Um, Michael Kim, eight starts, three points. He won a John Deere. Yeah, so he's still... That probably gets extended another year. Wow. Davis Love, the third, most recent spotlight. Five starts, four points. That's okay, because he's like 56. He's also... He's covering the events. How's he played five events? I guess he's fall events. Garrigas, seven starts, six points. Bo Van Pelt, 11 starts, 7 points. So he's going to reach that on 11 major medical starts. Oh. Holy cow. Vince Covello, 9 starts, 8 points. That's he's it. not a major medical, though. No, no, he's a okay. KFT grad. Just, that's, that's the players with more starts than FedEx Cup points. Huh. So I guess that's our whole point is how do you create some sort of hybrid formula? But again, that's not going to happen when the members are voting. The PGA Tour members are voting on how, you know, protecting their own, keeping their own card, right? They're not going to, oh, let's open up a way for guys that are on the PGA Tour to get bounced and more from the KFT to come in. Basically, that's how it's going to happen. Everything kind of gets in line after the PGA Tour figures out what they want to do. And that's the thing with the NBA, where it's different, is that the owners in the league are making the decision. What's best for our product? Yeah. And the players are also a part of that. But there's there's more dynamics involved than the league and players. If, if it was Adam Silver and the players, 
it'd be a lot the decisions would be a lot different than Adam Silver the owners and the players you know if you're like yeah if you're a college kid what would you do right now I don't know honestly I I, train with Stephen Fountains I wonder what college kids are doing sitting at home all day (laughs) like you mean like non-golf? What would you be kids? doing as, as a college kid at home right now? Talk to some family friends. It sounds like th- like they're getting their ass kicked. Like it's nonstop work. Like they're like just working for like seven hours. But I mean, the college one kids? I talk- yeah, the one I talked to is at Harvard. So maybe that's a little different. <laughs> Harvard, Notre Dame. So uh, maybe that, you know, that's different. I, 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 I mean, I didn't do anything in college when I was there. I imagine when I was home, I would be doing anything, right? I, I'd be just sitting at home with your parents all day. <laughs> just, just would be horrible. <laughs> I was like, I like my, co- my college self would just not know what to do. It sounds like there's so much work that I have to do because you're like doing classes and then you're doing, I don't know. I don't know coursework. It just it sounds like a lot, but I I couldn't do it. All right, um, hey, all right. one last one last quiz question. Okay, what do you got uh, for me? The combined combined the Mister Three Hundreds, they've they've together send in and Henry J yeah, J. So John Sendon and J J Henry the Three Hundred Cut exemptions exemptees. Um. They have made 15 starts. How many okay. FedEx Cup points have they combined. earned combined? 25. 16. 30. No. <laughs> I, I'm glad that this exemption exists. <laughs> so you've made a strong argument for how they could kind of create some hybrid model where corn prairie guys are getting more shots and some of this kind of uh the chafe separating the wheat from the chafe some of these other odds and ends exemptions could be eradicated i i don't want to sound like an asshole but if you're below (laughs) 180 you don't really deserve to have your card at the end of the year so what would they do the good corn fairy opens up for that yeah right you just I mean, but the problem is Corn Ferry is on a different calendar right now. They're way behind in terms of events. It's just just open know. up ten spots, knock ten people out. Like that's better than what they're currently doing. So ten graduates come September tenth or whatever it is when the new season allegedly starts at Safeway. Yeah, just give okay. the guys that play their asses off the respect they deserve. But what if they played their asses off and like? 12 events is that still enough for you is is it is it enough for a guy that makes 11 starts and has seven fedex cup points or is that who we're worried about one benefit yeah no you're right one one other benefit from a corn fairy and yeah it's not a good situation at all but like you could kind of set a more normal schedule now if you're a corn fairy guy as opposed to playing like 15 weeks in a row and feeling like you have to just i don't think you can though you still Why? are just hunting points. 
<laughs> yeah, but there's more. You could really like try and focus on. Yeah, you might have to be what? at the end of next year, but you could kind of really try to play well and peak for five, six events. So at the right. end of the year, does it reset? No, it's just a con. It's a it's a, a wrap big bucket of points. Yeah, for over across two years, a big bucket of KFT year. points. Jumbo Family bucket. Style. Jumbo bucket. <laughs> uh, so, like, you could kind of have, a, yeah, you don't have to do the whole, I have to play every week for three months in a row thing that we always hear about on the Corn Ferry Tour. So. All right. I think that does enough on that subject. Any other complaints, questions, concerns uh, on the matter? No. And I, obviously, it's, it's, I don't it's, know a, it's, it's a terrible situation. I don't know that it's bad what they came up with. That like the tour was going to protect their own guys, and they did. It's and just predictable. It's predictable right. and has no, like, it's just a lazy. Here you go. This is the, this was the easiest, most basic thing they could do. I would like to see some, yeah, more experimentation. The really tour is of- nothing without relegation. I think you're seeing other leagues maybe be less conservative and it paying off or, or at least giving them a chance to experiment. I don't know that the PGA tour seems to be only getting more conservative and more safe with things here. All right. Anything else on the uh, status issue? Can we go to talking about uh, people not playing because of flag sticks being in? Yeah. Adam Hadwin said that, right? Yeah, Hadwin's spooked, spooked by putting with the flagstick in. Doesn't matter how well I'm hitting it. I think he told was this yes? No, Canada son. I think doesn't matter how well I'm hitting it. When I get on the greens, I'll be thinking about it. How I'm putting with the flag in, and I haven't been able to adjust to it, and I shouldn't have to adjust to it. Maybe I'll protest. Maybe I wouldn't. If that's the only possible way for us to play again, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll play and moan about it every day that I play and just go do it. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that. Um, and then Scott Stallings, who said he was misquoted or with the full context wasn't presented, told golf.com, I don't think guys are going to do that. Guys are not going to play for their livelihood with no rakes in the bunker, no caddies. It's just not going to happen. I'm fully confident that there are going to be guys who choose not to play. And he was not talking about himself there. I think that the context that was lost, he clarified is like, I'm just telling you guys, there are certain guys that aren't going to be comfortable with it. Uh, so I don't know that he was bitching and moaning himself at all. But Hadwin does seem to be completely flummoxed by the potential of having to... The good the good news team. for Adam. He could sit out the whole year. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Keep his card. What do you... I mean, what do you, I don't want to pile on him, but that's kind of the only response. It's like, hey, man, you want golf back. You got to just... You got to make a few sacrifices. Some things are going to be out of ordinary. These guys... They're going to come across as if that's their objection, it's not going to be play well. I remember I used to, I was in sales and I worked in sales and, and we got a new sales manager in and, and they changed the procedure of, uh, of after we went on, like after we had a sales call that I had to write in my appoint, my notes from my sales into Salesforce, my, my yeah. call. And uh, and I remember I protested it. I refused to do it for like a couple months. 
And it was always like I was always the one without the sales notes in there. And eventually, like, but it's like the same thing. It's like this happens in all kinds of workplaces and people just deal with it. It's just something. It's it's part of life, Adam. Sometimes right. things and change also, and you got to deal with it. It's also part of life during an extraordinary moment. Exactly. In history. Like you just kind of, I mean, a lot of people don't have work. A lot of people don't have food. A lot of people don't have loved ones. You put with the fucking flag stick in, man. Like for millions of dollars. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess like it's just not going to play well if he's moaning about it, at least in public. Um, That's I don't have anything else to add to that story. How about Monty related to the comeback? Monty says this is a European tour legend member. Really, kind of. I think he's just stirring the pot. He's a Champions Tour legend, too. Well, now he is. But (laughs) I mean, he's he's given Jay and friends a reason to shut him down and shut him up. Just get rid of the Champions Tour. He's poking the bear, saying the test should go to to healthcare workers, right? He's like, I don't see how they can take a million tests off the table from other people, right? Telling the Scotsman, I think, was who had the article. Uh, I think which, we we alluded to the optics of this. If 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 we're still in a state where it's there's a lot of shortages of testing around, it will well, not look good. Yeah, and this is like whatever your opinions are on the subject of whether they can play or not play, or whether you should be tested or not tested. Like the optics objectively are going to be horrible if they take a million tests. When I saw this week, like the Senate can't get a hundred tests. For the senators coming for did you see that? Yeah. The physician that for the Capitol said, like, oh, well, we can't, we don't have enough tests for a hundred senators and we can't get results for at least two days. I mean, granted, June 11th or whenever the tournament starts is still a ways off, but I, I stuff's got to change, I guess. Uh, per or you're gonna have similar people can you, express. Can you imagine Malcolm Gladwell's uh <laughs> attack on golf if God. The guy needs to take a long walk on our bridge. <laughs> Someone from my company was tweeting about how East Potomac uh, Park or East Potomac Golf Course should be filled in for retail and uh, housing and like a metro stop. That's that's another hot topic again on Twitter amongst the the thought leaders, whatever that means. That that's the best, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, the thought leading class, thought leadership. Well, the, the, it all blew up with that Presidio comment from the yeah, guy that the guy that it. makes ten thousand dollar chairs, nightstand, fifteen grand for a nightstand. Uh, and the funniest part about it that Garrett pointed out to me, he goes, "You know, the, do they not know that Golden Gate Park's like even more beautiful? It's right yeah. next door to Presidio. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's like there's like three parks right there. Yeah, and yeah. arguably Presidio's the worst piece of land. Yeah, yeah. And the well, other yeah. thing is, if these golf courses didn't exist, it would be houses or it would be." Retail. Well, that was my argument. It's like you want to for East Potomac. You want to drive that constituency, the people who use that away to put up another Orange Theory and a Whole Foods, and uh, you know these dumbass like DC people condos. Like, no, that's not like these people. Whatever. We're this. We're way off track here. If anything, if the if the pandemic has taught us anything, is that like there's going to be massive societal trends that societal 
things that change from this. And one thing that people value more than anything they've ever valued before in our generation is green space. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I saw I saw a, a realtor friend of ours posted something like the searches are up like 44% for houses with green space, like single family really? houses and green space. And, and it's just like, you know, the suburbs of Chicago searches are higher than ever before yeah. because like it's going to, people do not want to live on top of each other anymore. Maybe a big opportunity to build more uh, golf course communities lined with houses. Oh, yeah. Big opportunity. It could be a, a, a boon to that kind of business. Or it, or it could just be the houses that are, you know, are sold. They could just. <laughs> There's many that are just vacant, right? And foreclosed and maybe un- t- unmaintained. Maybe Tiger's first course up in the, <laughs> in the North Carolina mountains will get rebooted. <laughs> All right. We're way off course here. Anything else? Monty. I mean, he's just, I enjoy Monty just poking the bear publicly coming out. Uh, what else do we have? Hank Haney. Sort of corroborating what Riggs reported on a potential match with the TaylorMade guys. That's other news. What's the name of that place? Admirals? Admirals Cove. Who's the Admiral? What is that name? <laughs> it's a big marina. Is that David Robinson's course? Well, I don't understand. <laughs> Who is the Admiral that we're referring to? It's a big it, marina. It's a co- it's a it's like a, you know how the floor you know how the swamp's set up, right? There's the intercoastal. Yeah, sort and, of. And there's all these marinas and yeah. the intercoastal. So it's like a cove where they have these marinas. And but why is Admiral, it Admiral? Admiral's Cove. Like, what do you call yourself if you're the captain of your own boat? A captain or Admiral? <laughs> We're going to get some blowback from the boating community, I think, on that one. I don't know if that's You an are, not me. I just, I mean, I, I, I know what the word Admiral is, but I didn't know, like, I don't know who... Why is he in the golf court? Why is he, you know, it's I don't a, know. Who it's like a, it's a housing community with a big marina and a golf course. Okay. All right. There you go. And the Admiral plays there. Um, There's another one up there called like uh sailboat the- point or something. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start a business golf course naming business. Some of these names are the, what was the two dolphins? Freddie couples one. Twin Double dolphins. Dolphin. Twin yeah. dolphins. Uh, what are these names? Dolph. Okay. Um, other news. Did you see D- JT and Ricky playing with Bellatas and Persimmons today? Yeah. Catnip. Catnip. Just immediately. I mean, Catnip. I got I got tagged in it, and with I I saw it, and it was minutes after it was posted, and then I I opened Twitter up and it, everybody and and golf golf dot com had already posted it. Oh, digest. They're all yeah. I mean, it's, I'm so sick of the the Instagram rip. To another platform, and just in general, Instagram. It's hard rips. times out there for these social media managers. There's nothing to do, so any JT or Ricky content just if immediate- they if they wanted to post it to Twitter, they would have tweeted it. That's true. So I mean, this got me thinking, and this will be you know this is catnip for you. They should have an event with this. You're talking about experimenting with different events. Maybe it's twenty. Maybe it's thirty guys. What would it do? It would separate the real talents from the guys who rely too heavily on equipment. Right? Why not have a blot and persimmon? So it was interesting that, that JT's commentary about how good Ricky was, and I believe it. Ricky's like, I think Ricky's low-key hurt by technology. Why? So elaborate. Ricky's not that long. 
And I when he came on tour, he was really long. Like he was top yeah. twenty five and now he's like barely top fifty. And he's yeah. really good at everything. And the more the le- the more important the drivers become, yep. you know, kind of the worse and worse he's gotten. The more and more bombers are out there, the less and less advantage he has. And he's become more and more of an average player as the distance on tour has increased. Yeah. And uh, I think he just does everything really. I think Ricky's a very, very good golfer. He's extraordinarily fundamentally sound. Like he does everything good. And I think those are the guys that are hurt are the guys without weaknesses. Because what this, what the distance error has done is it, it's created this huge advantage to guys that hit it far um, because they can just bully golf courses and they can mask their weaknesses with the, like the ability to gain one to two shots or around off the tee. Yep. Yep. And I think that Ricky's just a, a great golfer. Like Cameron champ wouldn't be able to play on tour if, if it was, if it was, I was wondering if we're going to get out of talking about this ballada for Simon without bringing up cam champ. He just, he Cam, wouldn't be on Cam tour. You, when the ball goes shorter distances and it's harder to hit a really long straight that. tee shot, all of a sudden every other aspect of the game becomes more important. Sure. Sure. And Ricky's maybe the best sand player in the world. Great tee to green. Good putter, usually. Yeah. He's, he's a uh, great putter. Great. Yeah. Really good iron. But like he's, he's a guy that gets hurt, I think, a lot by technology. Uh, I think it would be fascinating to watch a persimmon ballada tournament, even if it's just 20, 25, 30 guys. Webb would they're probably open. win. They're open to it. Weber? Oh, yeah. Best player in the world without a driver. <laughs> All right. Let's close it down. We're supposed to be short. We're going to 50 minutes. All right. I'm going to leave you with one story. Kenny Reed, who's a caddy, was a caddy on the Euro, sent us all like just a trove of notes on some of our spotlights just right. great this, people are filling in sending stories you know here's a funny one i'll just give you one for now and sandy lyle sandy's biography to the fairway born on page 247 he talks of the augusta national and masters logo quote it's a funny little badge in the shape of augusta national i guess even his editor editor wasn't familiar with the map of the united states Unbelievable. So, as I read this, Lyle was under the impression that the Augusta logo with the flag in a Georgia is a map of Augusta. Little badge in the shape of Augusta National. Unbelievable. Good good little Lyle nugget. All right. Everyone enjoy your Mondays. Any other thoughts? You good? I'm good. All right. Enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back, I think, with another spotlight. We'll, we'll go Maybe. deep on another player. <laughs> Maybe on Wednesday. Talk to you later.